Welcome to the Brains Magazine podcast, a podcast with in-depth interviews and conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, expert coaches, industry leaders, and international celebrities. Get exclusive insight into the world of business, mindset, leadership, and lifestyle with your host, Mark Sefton. Welcome to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And today we go over to the States. We go over to Laurie McNeil. Now, Laurie is an international business growth strategist. Laurie, it's a funny story, but before you came on to the podcast today, I had a song come through uh, my mind uh, and I ended up placing your name within it which sounds very random but it was I don't even know what the actual name of the song is but it goes and I'm going to put your name in it but literally it was like Laurie 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 and I have no idea why (laughs) and you must think Mark is an absolute jacked up turnip Uh, but that literally was like I don't know why like while I was waiting it just came to mind and your name just slid in um, I think I've had I think I've had too much uh, too much winter freeze of my brain uh, today. But but how are you today, Laurie? I'm doing really well. And speaking of winter freeze, I'm I'm in the middle of a little bit of a snowstorm where I am. It's been snowing nonstop for about four days now. So uh, yeah, I understand the winter freeze. Winter is definitely here. <laughs> it is, and I. It reminds me, obviously, it's the 1st of December today, and obviously this will come out sometime uh, in December. Um, 30 days left of the year. Uh, how are you planning to finish this year strong? Oh, man, I, I'm always working in so many different directions at one time. <laughs> and, of course, I've got all kinds of personal fun you know, family, family goals and activities this time of year, of course, like everyone. But as far as the business goes, um, I, there's so many people out there that are wanting to finish strong, right? So they're reaching out to me saying, let's get going, let's develop that strong strategy and that strong plan so that, so that my business can end strong and be better positioned for, you know, the next year in the next 30 days. And so a lot of my goals and my my business strategy really is about helping all kinds of other businesses from around the world really get that strong ending to 2022 and that amazing beginning um, in solid positioning for 2023. So my goals are very, very tailored, very specific to the different clients that I have right now. And just working and hard as fast as we can in order to get amazing results in the next thirty days. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, because obviously we're we're in a society where time is measured by by months, by days, by weeks, by hours, by minutes, by seconds. Do you do you think that it's helpful uh, that we have kind of like uh, this kind of sense of finishing like the year strong like do you do you have that sense of of is that helpful or do you think actually we shouldn't be paying attention to the fact that we're gonna end a year uh, and move forward do you do you feel like that's a hindrance or do you think it's helpful you know that's a great question and certainly this time of year I have all kinds of 
related conversations with people as they think about New Year's resolutions and goal setting and the like. And it's really interesting because um, entrepreneurs, I think, especially just work all the time whenever they need to. They don't necessarily punch a clock. Right. But sometimes for goal setting and for accountability and for those different milestones that we want to reach, then they certainly can be helpful for um, markers and time to be able to look past the last 30 days, the last six months, and be able to really evaluate, you know, the growth and the action and the activity that happened within that time frame. But what's really interesting is that um, when you're when you have the the right discipline and the right mindset, then you know how to set those goals regardless of what is on the calendar. And so you always want to get to that healthier mindset and that higher level of thinking that helps you to be more, basically more self-disciplined to where you don't necessarily need that date on the calendar. But for some, it's very helpful when they're thinking about the way that our, our, our world thinks about a new year and setting new goals and things like that. But to have the healthy mindset of you don't have to wait till the end of the year, you don't have to be in this rush, stressed frenzy, frenzy in the last you know, quarter of, mm. of the year or the last 30 days. So it all depends on kind of how, how you look at it. I think that in some ways it can be really helpful to really help people shift that mindset and shift those habits. But then I think it's really important for, for you to take ownership of your own accountability and your own goal setting and say, I don't need a date on a calendar to be successful or to push me. Um, but there are other accountability and discipline measures that I as a leader need to put in place to make sure that that momentum continues. Yeah, it always blows my mind because I, I love setting goals, especially like at the like towards the end of, of December, I kind of review everything that I set out and then I start to give a bit of credence to what I want to achieve. It always blows my mind, Laurie, that even though I've got quite a rounded, comprehensive uh, goal focus and, and, and over a number of different key areas, by, by February or March, there's something that comes from complete left field, which wasn't on my radar that I find then really is one of the big, big things I really like focus on. Do you find that, that that's the case for you as well? Or is this just a just a mark thing? Um, you know, it's so interesting when you start to think about when you think about goals and when you think about the different markers, you know, on the calendar that you're focused on. I do believe in so there's different ways to think about about goal setting and to think about, you know, measures of success. And it's certainly important to look back at, you know, the year, right? This is the time of year where everybody's looking back at how much they accomplished throughout the whole year. But I think it's really important to break that down into actionable steps. Well, not only when you look back, but when you're planning forward. And I don't think that people really take this process quite seriously enough. I think that somehow in their mind, even though they know it doesn't magically, you know, just poof happen, it's amazing how our action or our inaction actually really does, I mean, it really does affect how we even approach what we're going to do, you know, that morning or that afternoon. And I think that you really have to break down those, those steps daily because it's very easy for us to, um, to think like, oh, you know, I'll get to that tomorrow or I've got to put that off till next week or whatever. And then, you know, it becomes weeks, it becomes months, it becomes, 
And then you think, oh man, I haven't, I haven't done that, that podcast, or I haven't written that book, or I haven't gone on stages, or I haven't developed the course or whatever it is. And so much time goes by so quickly. And I don't know about you, but this year absolutely flew by. It just, it really did. The world's been shut down for a couple of years. Things are now opening back up. And this last year absolutely flew. And I'm sure that there's a lot of business leaders and entrepreneurs out there who are experiencing the same thing of, okay, the world was kind of shut down. So things kind of slowed down. Right. Mm. And then at the same, and then all of a sudden it was just boom, mm. everything kind of went warp speed. And it's, it's amazing how time can almost play tricks on tricks on your mind. If you're not aware of time mm. and if you're not under, if you're not under aware of the impact and the power that time actually has on you internally and externally. So how are you staying in control of your time and of your goals and not letting them just slip through your, you know, your fingers. There's so many people that say, you know, I've got all these great goals and I've got all these great ideas, but I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money or I want to wait till I retire. Or my kids are out of the house or da, da, da. there's all these things. And the reality is that you have to stay in control of your time and be very, very cognizant of every minute. You know, in the financial world, you hear a lot of people say about how every dollar has to have a purpose. You have to be in control of your money, right? Well, if you think about that in relation to time and into goals, it's very similar. Every minute, every hour needs to have a purpose. There, You need to be very intentional. You need to be very purposeful with how you are spending that time. And there's so many entrepreneurs and business leaders out there that are working very, very hard, but they're not fully aware of the fact that they're just busy being busy, right? Those things are actually getting them to the goals that they want or to the financial you know, results that they want. And they're, they're having all of these really great, amazing actions, really great, you know, filling up their calendar, but they're not actually with the right strategies or the right activities that are actually putting them in control of their time mm. and of their goals. Mm. Yeah, I always say that your time is your life. And and that's actually how I how I hold it, Laurie, within my decision making, is that if I give you my time, I am literally giving you my life. And 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 I honor other people's kind of time the same way. It's like we all have 24-7. You know, we all get to choose who we give it to, what we give it to. Uh, and if we're not enjoying the fruit of what we're giving our time to we're not going to be enjoying the life that we're creating. So we do need to increase that that consciousness. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. I just want to look a little bit at, at your work a little, Laurie. And uh, how do you help entrepreneurs and organizations focus on the fundamental tools needed for, for a sustained success in life and business? I know this is something that you do, but how how do you do that? Yeah, great, great question. So there are amazing entrepreneurs and leaders out there across industries all over the globe. And there's maybe they've been in, maybe they're just starting out in business. Maybe they've been in business five years, 20 years more. Everybody's at a different place in their life, but the world is constantly changing around us all the time. So for any business, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. You leaders need to constantly stay ahead of the curve. Now, that may seem really daunting. That may seem really overwhelming for some. 
But there's that balance between working in your business and working on your business. And that balance gets very out of balance if you're not fully aware of your actions, right? And how you're spending your time. So that awareness and that education piece between what that looks like and what that means is huge. And sometimes a huge game changer just in and of itself between the balance. I was actually, um, and I have this conversation a lot because people get busy being busy. So when you're trying to implement the fundamental tools that you need to move that needle from wherever you are to wherever you want to be, you have to do that deep dive into uh, what literally occupies your time and what are your goals and are the busy activities that you're engaging in really, really getting you from where you are to where you want to be. Now, this can get really tricky for a couple of reasons. One, business leaders put their heart, soul, and passion into, into what they do um, or they wouldn't be doing it, right? So sometimes you have to really take that emotional factor, um, not that relationship factor, not that relatability factor, but just that emotional factor and look at it third party. And this is kind of where I come in is that it really looks at it objectively and say, you know, I understand you've been doing this for five years, for 10 years, and that you have your heart and soul in it, but what are the fruits that it's actually producing for you and getting you to where you want to go? And a lot of times it's just having those really tough conversations with people who have a hard time letting certain things go, or because of their own um, limiting beliefs and mindset challenges, they're having a hard time looking at the strategies that actually are going to be getting them the results that they're after. So depending, so, and mindset then of course is huge in all of this, because you have to be willing to be open-minded in looking at things that maybe you haven't considered in the past. And so um, we know we hear a lot about mindset. We hear a lot about goal setting, but you have to do a lot of a deep, a deeper dive into really understanding that who you are in the world, in business and in life are not two different people and they shouldn't be two different people. That's where you start to really get burned out. And that's where you start to really get be out of integrity with who you are and who you were created to be. So whenever I hear things like, um, you know, these are my, these are my office hours, or I've got to separate work and kids and, and they're, they're having a hard time with that balance. It's because they haven't implemented the right strategies that help them actually live the life that they want that really kind of allowed them to, um, you know, shift into entrepreneurship maybe in the beginning, right? Because everybody talks about um, time freedom and money freedom and all those kind of things and being your own boss. But it's really interesting how fast we can create a job for ourselves mm. and kind of live in this box of what we've created rather than really stepping back and going, okay, how do I need to do things differently? How do I need to dig deeper into that? And sometimes for some people, it's literally working smarter and not harder and implementing the right strategies, maybe using technology, maybe scaling in a different way. Maybe you think you know how to scale your business, but you really don't. You know, you're not implementing the right team or the right strategies to do that. Um, maybe for some, it's um, literally you're not really quite on the right path. Maybe you think that you're reaching your ideal client audience, but you're not because your messaging is way off. Right. So what the messaging sometimes that you think is reaching your target audience doesn't matter whether you're online or brick and mortar. Um, you're not attracting the right sales, the right clients, the right customers that you love to work with. Well, mm. there's there's definite reasons for that. So it's taking a look and doing a deeper dive into all aspects of your business and your life, honestly, in order to figure out where the barriers are, 
where the challenges are. And yes, that means even in, you know, your quote unquote personal life, because that's that life, life work balance, right? Where you really are living one life. You're not two different people. So it's really, really dissecting the different areas of what's, what's really going on and figuring out what needs to be unlocked, what needs to be changed in order for you to get that shift to where you have that aha moment and you're headed in a completely different direction. And I am a very creative problem solver. And so I'm able to identify very quickly for people um, what the roadblocks are and, and help them get onto a better path with solid strategies, solid proven strategies that are gonna get them to where they wanna go to where in the next quarter or the, you know, the next year, they're able to look back and go, oh my goodness, I may have had resistance, I may have been nervous, but I'm so glad <laughs> you know, that I was my eyes were open and that I was able to see what really needed to be done. And I love, I love what I call those light bulb moments because once you have those light bulb moments and your perspective has been changed and your understanding and your awareness has been heightened and changed, you, you can't go back. You can't unthink that. You can't unsee that. You can't un, you know, forever change moving forward and how you even view opportunities, how you even view strategies, how you even view your life, your business and your goals. And so I love working with people and helping them get to those light bulb moments that I know have forever changed the way that they think. Mm, what, you know, when you talk about deep dive, like what does that look like to you, Laurie? Have you got some like practical kind of, steer there when people are, are listening to this and you're talking about you know we need to take a deep dive we need to increase our consciousness we need to be intentional we need to be mindful can you give us a couple of like practical things we can do to kind of take that deep deep dive within ourselves and really consider what it is that we want to go after yeah absolutely <clears throat> there's a couple of really easy things that people can do to try to tr try to understand and, and shift their mind around this idea First of all, um, journaling can be very, very effective because sometimes we think that we're going to remember certain things and we don't. So whether you journal every day, whether you journal once a week, whether you do, um, you know, more or less a calendar, you know, and write little things down uh, about what you experienced that day, positive or negative, then you can start to identify patterns within that. And it can be it can be something as specific as um well, gosh, I'm noticing in a, in a monthly calendar that I'm not making as many sales or I'm not getting as many people on calls on Wednesdays. Okay, why is that? Let's take a look at that. You may notice that, well, gosh, sometimes I get calls and sometimes I don't. But until you actually do write down some specifics and do a little bit of um, detailed you know, notes or journaling in that way, sometimes you really don't identify the patterns as much as you think that you would. Because as business owner, you're just busy. You've got a lot going on. You've got a lot in your mind. Again, you think you're gonna remember certain things and be able to make those connections that sometimes you can't. And so that visual um, factor is, is really powerful, is really important when you write those certain things down and when you literally have that visual in front of you. So you can be as detailed as you want about this, but this has been a proven strategy that has created so many aha moments for people. So for instance, let's take the Wednesday example. So if you have, um, you know, you don't have as many sales calls on Wednesdays, let's say, or 
you're not, you're kind of, you feel like you're maybe off your game because you've identified Wednesday as, okay, that that's kind of an interesting, you know, issue. So then you do a deeper dive into, okay, well, what about your schedule that might be different on Wednesdays, right? Is it something quote unquote in your business? Is it something with your kids? Is it something with your spouse? Like, what is it about your day that might be different on Wednesdays versus any other day of the week? Do you usually go for a walk and then you feel rushed and on Wednesday mornings you don't go for a walk? I mean, it could be something that simple that's completely throwing you off. Um, is there something, is there something with your diet, you know, with your breakfast? Diet and exercise are huge, huge factors. You've got to get your body moving. You've got to get oxygen flowing. And amazing creative ideas happen when you do that. So it could be something as there's something missing or something different, or it could be okay, you've identified that something needs to be added to change mm. that, mm. right? So if you're not if you're not someone that necessarily does a lot of um, exercise on Wednesdays and you know that that's been an identified day, okay, how can you add that creativity? How can you add that power? How can you add that energy so that you actually are setting yourself up for more success on Wednesdays? So there's many examples of how, that balance between your personal life and your professional life really are one because one affects the other. So when you do a deeper dive into the holistic picture, you're able to identify certain things that are actually factors in your success or in your challenges than what you might actually realize. Yeah, I like that. We're very similar that way, Laurie, like kind of looking for these little uh little gains looking at how we can up level kind of like making a little bit go a long way being resourceful being reflective you know self-awareness you know for me is is key which obviously the more that we practice journaling the more self-aware we are of what we need and, and who we are and what we're not and where there is little margins where we can take a little and actually make it go far so that was really good uh, Laurie, I know that you've achieved, you know, quite a lot of uh, things. And I, I kind of wanted to ask you about this. Like, why do you believe that you were selected as a speaker for the Think and Grow Rich, Rich uh, World Legacy Tour? Why do you think that they identified you? What, what do you think made you get selected for that? Great, great question. That was certainly an honor um, to be um, not only selected because it wasn't anything I applied for. So, and I think that that is just even more honoring in itself. So they, they reached out to me, actually, they had been following me on social media, <clears throat> excuse me, and following my journey for, for a little while, and then reached out to me, um, which I just think is amazing, right? So applying for things is great, absolutely take action. But that was just even more powerful, right, that they that they saw. And, and at the time, um, um, as I spent time, right, with all the producers and all the people on the tour, they told me, Lori, it's your persistent consistency. It's how you put persistence and consistency together that makes you such a powerful leader online, even when people haven't met you. Because you are very consistent in your messaging. You're very consistent with how you know, you you handle your social media, you're very consistent on stage, everything you do is consistent and persistent. So um, even through, um, you know, when the world was shut down, for instance, even though this was after the tour, I, sh I showed up, right? There were so many people that were 
what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm still pushing through, right? And to that, and to that note, um, every single day. So I'm featured in media over 500 times a year. So even in, even through the world being shut down, that didn't stop. I had television stations contacting me and basically just interviewing me remote instead of in a live studio. So how are you being consistently persistent in absolutely everything you're doing and rising to the top and understanding that people are watching you even when you think they're not, right? So even though maybe not, not that many people liked your post, let's say, or commented on any of your social media, there are still hundreds, if not thousands of people around the world watching you that are in awe of you, that are inspired by you, that are encouraged by you, that are learning from you, that are having their own mindset shifts, even if you don't know it and you will never meet that person, it doesn't matter. When you stand in your own value and you know who you are and you know what your purpose is in this world and you're so passionate about who you are and what you do, you show up even if there is no one in the room, even if there's one person that might be blessed or changed by watching you that day. It doesn't matter because you still show up no matter what. And in the conversations that I had with the Think and Grow Rich team, they said, Lori, it's so obvious what a powerful leader you are in showing people through consistency and persistency that you push through challenges. You push through absolutely everything and you don't allow excuses. You know, I was at this amazing mastermind um, a few years ago, and I've used this actually in some of my postings because it's so powerful. It was shared that excuses don't excuse you. Excuses don't excuse you. And that sounds so simple, but when you really think about that and you think about how our society, um, you know, they'll say all kinds of things. Oh, I was this, I was that. I couldn't get to this for that reason, or I had to, it's amazing. And there's legitimate things that happen. I'm not, I'm not saying that there aren't legitimate things, but it's amazing how we fall into that trap of just excusing everything away and expecting that it's just going to kind of be okay. When the reality is that once you start down that trap of making excuses for everything, all the time, even when it doesn't matter and you don't have to, right? You just kind of are in the habit of doing that. You're not holding yourself accountable. You're not living in your full integrity. You're having, there's a little bit of a mindset issue there because you're not, um, you're in the habit too much of the negative, right? Of the excuse rather than, no, I can do this. How can I make this happen? This is going to happen. This will happen. So there's major differences in how you even think about something before you take action, before you even have that, that excuse thought, right? And so these are all things that were shared with me um, as far as why they were, I was even, you know, approached. And then as I spoke on stage, so all of the, all of the principles from Napoleon Hill were actually assigned to each speaker. So I was assigned persistence. So I spoke on, I was kind of the expert more or less on that tour on persistence. And I was assigned persistence because of not only my story and my, and my messaging, 
and the reasons why I was approached in the first place, but because, <clears throat> and there were certainly, you know, amazing, powerful leaders that showed persistency as well, but I was chosen to actually represent the tour specifically because of my consistent persistence. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just such an honor to actually be approached mm. um, and not only be selected for something that I applied for, but to actually be approached knowing that they were watching me for so for so long and identified me in that way. It just, it truly was an honor. And then the whole experience was absolutely incredible. And I'm just blessed to have, um, how have not only been selected, but to participate in the entire tour. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. They say success leaves clues. So if people can take away that consistency and persistency really do uh, create massive opportunity. I think that's uh, a real good takeaway. Now, even other... when you're having a bad day, yeah. Even when you don't feel well, right? Even when you can come up with a thousand reasons or excuses why you don't have to, you know time for something, whatever it is. Um, and there's times when sometimes I, you know, if you're traveling, obviously you might not always have Wi-Fi or whatever. But I can honestly tell you that even as a strategist, even as you know a coach and a consultant, there's times when if I have to pull over on the side of the road. You know, if I do and I, you know, or if I have to, there's been many times where I've actually coached people in route driving and I'll stop by in the vestibule, you know, of a restaurant <laughs> just because I have Wi-Fi and I know I'm about to not have Wi-Fi. So it's how bad do you want it? Mm -hmm. Right. And how dedicated are you to what you're doing? Mm -hmm. And there's certainly those times when, you know, you might need to reschedule something and, you know, that's the very real things, but how how dedicated and how hard are you really working toward doing what you say you're going to do, mm -hmm. following through with what you say you're going to do and and how being in integrity with yourself because mm -hmm. it starts internally. So how much integrity do you have on a daily basis with yourself? Because if you're not in full integrity with yourself, I can guarantee you that you are not as much in integrity externally with other people as much as you think you are. Mm. love that laurie now we've only got a few moments left but i really want to get these two questions to you uh because i think they're they're important because i think you have a voice on these now now at the heart of you know many of the things that you've achieved lauren you've achieved as you said some amazing things but there's one thing that really comes through which is teacher now for me that's been really evident by you know looking over your journey and looking at what you've accomplished what do you believe makes a great teacher and and how do we actually help people want to learn from us because there's so many people that are producing content but but what makes actually somebody want to learn from us because there is so much noise yeah great question so i first of all as a as a 28 year teacher. <laughs> um, I've pretty much been in education in so many different aspects, you know, most of my life and most of my adult life. And one of the things that you, you, first of all, you have to love it. You have to love teaching. You have to love the journey of coming alongside someone and meeting them where they are and understanding that they have a different learning style. They have a different communication style. They have a different way that they you know, process information that might be vastly different from your own. So a true teacher understands that and understands how to adjust to where they are in order to, so that they feel comfortable 
so that they don't feel, um, you know, ashamed or, you know, stupid or any of those things and really offering a lot of encouragement along the way, going as slow or as fast as they need to go, um, you know, being patient with them, being loving, being kind, you know, in the business world, I teach a lot about how in order for people to buy from you, they have to like, know, and trust you. Well, in the, in the education world, it's very similar. You have to build that relationship. They have to like you, know you, and trust you. If they're going to open themselves up vulnerably in order to be, in order to be honest and open with, well, gosh, I, I might not be very good at math. Right. Or I might um, I might not really understand all this technology stuff with an online course or whatever it is. The, you have to have to feel comfortable with you if they're going to be honest and open with you and vulnerable enough to where they're allowing you to guide them. They're allowing you to pour into them and they're saying, OK, I trust that not only, you know, more than I do on this, but that you're going to be kind about it and that you're going to take me on the journey that's going to empower me. And that's going to teach me and not necessarily just feeding me information and talking at me and teaching at me. And then I feel overwhelmed and that I'm not even sure if I feel comfortable asking questions and I'm not even sure if, you know, really kind of what I'm supposed to do. So it's really understanding the journey of a teacher and your responsibility in that educational process and understanding truly what that looks like. It's not so whether you're in the online space or whether you're in an actual brick and mortar classroom setting. It's understanding what that looks like relationally, what that looks like for you in your in your speed in your communication, in the way that you're communicating, in the way that you're implementing maybe certain you know strategies in the classroom, how you're testing things. You have to understand all aspects of that and have the heart of a of an educator and really understanding that if you're going to get the results that you desire, that are really the results that that they desire, and it's really about them. It's not about you looking like the superstar that knows more than they do. Of course, you know more than they do, or they wouldn't be coming to you. So it's not about proving your intelligence over them. It's about humbling yourself and coming from a position of, of servant leadership mm. and understanding through servant leadership and serving where they are and the journey that they need to be on to get to where they are. Too many educators um, out there or course creators that are just overloading people with information and and they're thinking i'm going to prove my intelligence this is what they need to do and this is how fast they need to do it and this is that's that's what you think that they need and you maybe want those desire the results for them very very badly and if we love what we do of course we want our clients and our and our students to have the results but it's understanding that they will get the results in their own in their own journey in their own process and that it's really about their process, not yours. Mm. And I love journeying alongside people, whether it's in, you know, the traditional education space or in the online professional education space. And my education as an educator hasn't stopped. So as you may have noticed, um, not that long ago, I actually graduated with my professional doctoral degree in education with a specialization in educational technology and curriculum innovation. So this is something that I am very passionate about, that even as even as a business strategist in what I'm doing now, even though I retired um, about almost almost seven years ago, actually, that I retired and am now doing full time traveling, doing what I'm doing, even though I've done it 
you know, throughout the whole process anyway. Um, it's, it's something that I'm passionate about helping people understand how to do better. How can you be a better learner? How can you be a better educator? How can you be a better course creator and understanding that process? Amazing. Laurie, it's been so rich to just like kind of just draw out of you, like some of the premise that's really served you and what you're really about. How, how do people find out like more about you, your journey and how, how do they connect? Well, of course, I'm all over all over the web, traveling all over the world in person if you catch me at any of the events. But I, I encourage you to reach out to me at lauriemcneil.com. You can learn more about me through my my writing, my work and my blog. Um, you know, more what I do as a business strategist. And then I, I post upcoming events that I might be hosting as well on there. If you're in any of the local areas where I might be hosting an event, um, there's a, I have a new program that I'm co-founder of called C4. That is amazing. It's an amazing global program that I'm traveling around. Uh, my business partner and I are traveling around with the process called C4 that is absolutely having amazing results. So in addition to um, you know, Lori McNeil International, which has many different brands underneath that. Uh, this last year, I've actually co-founded one um, called C4, and it's incredible. It does a deep dive into connectivity, creativity, communication, and colorization, and the psychology of marketing through colorization. That C4 process is taking off like wildfire, and it's amazing. So watch my website for updates on where I might be hosting those events. And definitely watch my social media for other stages that I'm speaking on um, globally around the world as well. But to learn more about me, to connect with me, to send me an email, definitely go to lauriemcneil.com. It will give you a better idea of who I am, uh, who I serve, the problems I solve for people, and give you a way to connect with me through email as well. Beautiful. Well, Laurie, let's uh, make sure that we end uh, this year strong and, and have that momentum to really take us forward and, and impact the people that we really want to do. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And definitely let's end this year strong and take action, step fully into your value of who you are in the world. And don't be afraid, have that faith over fear because the world is waiting for you to show up. Amazing. Thank you, Laurie. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining this episode with me, Mark Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.